welcome to Visible Signs, Invisible Designs. Here we talk about communication design on a meta level. We talk about useful things that people make, but are so humble that they often go unnoticed. Are these designs? Absolutely. Design is more than what meets the eyes. Let's look at what lies beneath the surface. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to the second episode of the Visible Signs Invisible Designs podcast. I started this podcast two days ago on a bit of an impulse, uh, a little bit haphazardly, to complement a blog uh, with the same name that I started back in 2012. That's more than 10 years ago already. Uh, you can find this blog on medium.com slash invisible designs. And another blog that I started, uh, Material Text, Non-Material Text, in March 2020. Uh, this started as a COVID project, uh, exploring the arts, acts, and technologies of writing, editing, and publishing. And I thought speech would complement this subject really well in the form of podcasts. Uh, if you want to read the posts there, uh, this blog is at nontext.com. That's N-O-N-T-X-T.com. A lot of parentheses in these two names, I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, they make them a little bit of a mouthful. But I guess they show... Uh, my indecisiveness or somehow the way that I sit on the fence. But I think this sense of ambivalence makes the conversation a lot richer. I don't quite know what sort of formats the show will take, but let's just say that there will be some readings, like the first episode and today's episode. Uh, there'll be some guest interviews, some conversations, and maybe sometimes my own monologue, but I think more uh, conversations would be would be more interesting. Typography is my passion, and my guess is most of the episodes will be on the many different aspects of typography. And I see typography as a practice situated within the crossroads of language, technology, culture, and aesthetics. Since I'm based in Hong Kong, I hope you don't mind that sometimes I'll, uh, I'll do the shows in Cantonese, depending on the topic, the guest, or the audience. Hello, 大家好,多謝你們收聽這個podcast. 我試不試都會因應不同的主題嘉賓或者聽眾用廣東話跟大家做這個節目 so back to episode two. This episode is a reading of a post I published on 4th September 2021. Enjoy. Heinrich von Kleist on the gradual completion of thoughts during speech by Keith Tam. This charming little pamphlet was gifted to me by a dear colleague who has just retired. Designed and typeset beautifully by Eric Speakerman and set in his FF MetaPro typeface, I suppose this is a type specimen of sorts, its content is an essay by Heinrich von Kleist titled On the Gradual Completion of Thoughts During Speech. Both the original text in German and an English translation by John S. Taylor are contained within, with an introduction by Speakerman, a biography of Kleist, and some translator's notes. This is of course a neat little design object, but I was more intrigued by the essay. Thinking out loud is a typical apology that we prefix any tentative thoughts we utter when conversing with others. In this short essay, Kleist argues that we do that all the time, 
and even great orators use speech as a gradual process for structuring thoughts. Quote, I believe many a great orator, even in a moment he opened his mouth, did not know what he would say. He made a bold start, leaving what was to come to luck under the conviction that he could achieve the required clarity of thought and heightening of his mental faculties from the circumstances. Unquote. As a lecturer, I quite often find myself in exact situation. I would happily ad-lib my way through any given occasion with nothing but a loose conception of what I am to speak about. This happens even at conference presentations, after the aptly named abstract has been accepted and a slide deck cobbled together. Scripts have never been my friend. Having to follow a script word for word is torture for both speaker and audience. No two presentations can therefore be the same. This can be extremely daunting. Control is given up to allow for more freedom and happenstance. It's risky. It follows that a slide deck cannot capture what actually happens in a presentation. A slide deck is only a visual aid, not a documentation. It's an entirely different document genre. Ad-libbing and then transcribing into text would also be a shift in genre, which is similar to stream of consciousness writing, but rather different from the process of writing and editing. Kleist's essay made me realize that the potential richness of conversations as a means to think things through, building your own thoughts on others, allowing your mind to be shifted as new information and points of view emerge, entering a conversation with no assumptions or preconceived notions, realizing that it is okay to waver and not to have a fixed point of view. These might be prerequisites for meaningful and thought-provoking conversations as a means to structure tentative thoughts. Kleiss writes that the processes of conception and expression need to work hand in hand, and unclear expression doesn't necessarily mean unclear conception. He suggests that a command of speech would be indispensable. He continues, quote, He who speaks faster than his opponent will have the advantage, since he has more troops in the field. Unquote. I can see a parallel in writing drafts, or even sketching as a conceptualization method. This seems akin to using writing as a process to structure thoughts, as I wrote on 25th July 2020. Quote, Making thoughts visible or material allows one to organize ideas in a tentative way, not having to commit to anything until completely satisfied. Making thoughts visible is important, as it allows one to toy with ideas, reason through, assess options, iterate, clarify, etc. Written in Byword on the MacBook Air revised in WordPress on an iPhone 12 mini. You've been listening to Visible Signs, Invisible Designs. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, please subscribe. You can find the show on Anchor.fm, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. Until next time. <laughs>